Hello and welcome to the Gospel Every Day podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Jared Kirkwood, your host for today, and today's reading comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verses 20 to 23. So my heart began to despair over all my toilsome labor under the sun. For a person may labor with wisdom, knowledge, and skill, and then they must leave all they own to another who has not toiled for it. This too is meaningless and a great misfortune. What do people get for all the toil and anxious striving with which they labor under the sun? All their days, their work is grief and pain. Even at night, their minds do not rest. This too is meaningless. So as the wisdom literature goes on, it continues to point out for us the things in our life that can become meaningless without God's involvement. And then in today's conversation, we're talking about work. Work can become meaningless, right? Now, some of you are listening to this and you're thinking, if you knew my job, you would know that everything about my work is meaningless. But others of you, you would say, no, my my work that I do is remarkably meaningful. It's this charity or this nonprofit or this uh, even church work, right? We would ascribe meaning to the work that we do because we believe that it's meaningful. But what we get a sense of here from today's reading is that actually any work can be meaningful if it's led by the Spirit. All things that we do with God can be meaningful. Now, the problem, though, is that some of that work, as we see from Ecclesiastes chapter 2, even the good work that we do in our lifetime inevitably is going to go to someone else, and that person's going to decide what to do with it. So your life's work might actually be undone by the next generation which of course could be completely challenging and frustrating to us, but it's not our responsibility. This even happens in the Bible. There are times where good work has the potential of being undone by future generations. There's a story that comes out of Numbers chapter 21 where the people of God were plagued by these snakes. Um, The Israelites would continually have snakes coming into their camp and they would um, bite the people of God. And and Moses, uh, as instructed by God himself, built this bronze serpent that was erected into the middle of the camp. And if a person was bitten, they could find their way to the center of camp and they could kind of look into the eyes of this serpent and they would be healed. Now, it sounds kind of like a strange story, but um, what's fascinating about that passage is even in John chapter 3, Jesus references this bronze serpent. And he refers to himself. He says, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the son of man must be lifted up so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. Now you can, you can just picture it, right? Moses is, is lifting up a bronze serpent on the top of a pole and that bronze serpent would be elevated above all else. And as people came in bitten by a snake, poison had entered their body, they would look into the eyes of the serpent and they would then be healed. Well, as Jesus references this lifting up of a serpent, so the son of man must be lifted up. What's he referring to here? His picture of the cross. This is Jesus foreshadowing, forecasting what is about to happen to him, that he will be lifted up just as the bronze serpent was. And all who come to him with poison in their body All of us with sin 
could look into the eyes of Jesus and we will be forgiven of those sins because he had been lifted up. Now, um, it's a it's an amazing thing that Moses did with that bronze serpent. But over time, as generations passed, the bronze serpent was no longer needed for its original purpose, and it became an idol. Simply put, an idol is anything that we put before God. It's a thing that we place our trust or our hope in that is not God himself. So the people no longer were worshiping God that used the serpent to heal them, but instead they they worshiped the serpent itself. They were worshiping this bronze serpent rather than worshiping the God who provided it. Now, years and years later, King Hezekiah in 2 Kings 18, he tore down that serpent. He was committed to destroying anything that would become an idol for the people of God. If the Israelites were worshiping anything other than God, Hezekiah knew that he had to undo it. So what did he do? He tears down that bronze serpent. He undid the great work that Moses did. Even good work can turn sour over time. Now, another principle is true that we see from this passage is that work can be very unsatisfying. And honestly, this comes down to anytime you and I pursue self-centered work goals, those things are going to leave us constantly wanting more. Whatever goal that you set yourself is more than likely never going to be enough, right? You know that feeling where you work incredibly hard, you sacrifice relationships and perhaps even personal health at times to accomplish your goal and wonder why it doesn't feel better in the end. It doesn't feel better once you've accomplished it, right? This is is the plot of one of Pixar's latest films. I'm going to try not to ruin the movie for you, but really the movie Soul is Pixar's take on the purpose of life. And what they do in this film is kind of interesting. They they establish what a pre-earth soul existence would be like. And the main character, Joe Gardner, has determined in his lifetime on earth that jazz music is his meaning. It's his sole purpose for existence. And at the end of the film, we see that Joe accomplishes everything he intended, and he makes this startling statement in the film, I thought this would feel different. I thought this would feel different. And isn't that the case for so many of us, that we look at our life and we all the things that we do, the things that we've accomplished, and when we get to the end of an accomplishment, we think, I thought this would feel different. One of my great fears for so many people living in Orange County is that they're going to get to the literal end of their life where there are no more days ahead of them and they're going to look back on their life and feel like it was insignificant too. Jim Carrey years ago in an interview said something similar. He said, I think everybody should get rich and famous and do everything they ever dreamed of so they can see that it's not the answer. Work for itself is not the answer. Accomplishments and achievements are not the answer. Keller makes the point that all work without the spirit is meaningless. So therefore, work can be remarkably meaningful when done in partnership with the spirit of God who is alive in you. Where can you invite the spirit to recalibrate your understanding of meaningful contribution to life? So real specifically, for the, for the one who is stuck in the office questioning why any of this matters, invite the Spirit to show you who may be right in front of you in need of help. 
for the moms struggling daily to work on homework with their daughter in the mornings, invite the Spirit to change your perspective. Perhaps you might just see that time with her a little differently when you realize that that is holy and sacred work too. For the young adult that's searching for your life's purpose, remember that it matters less about what you do and more about how the Spirit works through you. So a couple last questions for today as you're about to begin and and move forward. Have you ever achieved a goal only to find it unfulfilling? And then Keller asked this great question, what goals would outlast the sun? Meaning what goals could we set today that have an eternal potential? Make a list of those things. Here's a couple that hit mine. I want to be a person. Here's a goal of mine. I want to be somebody that expresses gratitude constantly. I want to be somebody that places my hope in Jesus daily. I want to be somebody who remains in Jesus so that the fruit of the Spirit will fill every aspect of my life. Those are eternal goals. Those are not circumstantial goals or earthbound goals. Those will stick with me into eternity, gratitude and hope and the fruit of the Spirit. So lastly, as we are journeying towards Easter on this great Saturday, I just want to invite you to church tonight as we continue on um, moving towards Easter. We have services at 4 and 5.30, and we would love for you to join us. Allow me to pray for you. Father, thank you for what you're doing in our lives. God, thank you that all the work that we do can be meaningful with you. So Father, I pray that you would help guide our minds and our attention so that we may find your spirit at work within us and be uh, sure of the work that you want to do through us. God, thank you. Pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.